0: Hi there, and welcome to Soul Sister. I'm Jalen, and I'm glad you're here. If you don't already, go and follow the pod on Instagram at Soul Sister Podcast. That's where all the updates are posted, where you can give feedback, and where you can get involved with planning the episodes. This past week, I closed a chapter and finished my last final of undergrad to hear all about my college experience and get some tips for your personal experience check out last week's episode number 14 college life this upcoming week literally tomorrow at 6 a.m i leave for miss america but this time i'll just be watching like everything else in my life i have lots of feelings about it for one i'm nostalgic i've been reminiscing about my time at miss america like a year ago today i interviewed for miss america it's just so crazy that it's a whole year ago. I miss all the women I competed with. We talk every day still. I've been talking to my Miss Missouri, Callie Cox, 24-7 about it. And that's helping a lot, like, knowing that 50 other women experience this feeling. So it's all, like, you're not super alone in it. And that's really nice to bond with other people through it. If you want to know more about my Miss America experience, you can check out episode number four, and it's all about that. And then... Maybe next week, I'll do like a recap of all of this week. Also, feel free to send any questions in the Instagram direct message, and I'll cover those at some point too. I can't believe it was a whole year ago, and it's so cliche, but it truly feels like just yesterday we were there. But also, sometimes that part of me feels so far away. I feel really out of my prime, and I know that's stupid and incredibly shallow and definitely not true. But I feel like I, that was my peak, you know? I miss the glam of it. I miss having a reason to be dressed up. I miss little superficial things like having my hair dyed all the time. And I miss the big things like getting to wear a sparkly crown and visit schools and be a princess. And I recently watched the video of me taking my crown off for the final time in the dressing room after I crowned the next Miss West Virginia. And boy, did I cry. It's really hard to deal with being in the spotlight and being all shiny and new for a whole year and then suddenly not. And while I'm so excited for it and really proud of the women that are having their Miss America experience right now, I get to watch them do something that I hold so fondly to my heart and that is really, really indescribable. Um, just the amount of pride that I have for them. It is an unavoidable reminder though that I'm not a part of that anymore. I don't know if I'm articulating this feeling well, but if you haven't heard the song Nothing New by Taylor Swift with Phoebe Bridgers, go listen to that after this episode because it perfectly captures the feeling. However, I am super excited to be at the Mohegan Sun. It's in Connecticut. It's like this huge casino and we'll be there for a couple days. I actually get to enjoy the casino this time. All the stores and restaurants. I'm not really a huge fan of gambling, but I'm sure the bars will be well visited by me. And there's like a Sephora there and a ton of different shops that we didn't really get to go into because last year we were on a strict rehearsal schedule. We went from our rooms and all of our floor like no one could go on unless you were a candidate and you were in that room like we had security on each floor checking our credentials and then we would be walked down through like back elevators and like the service kitchen to get down to rehearsal and our meals and we would just go back and forth like we didn't get to do anything except for the one day that we went to mystic this little like hallmark town and we got to hang out there But now I get to actually enjoy it and I get to go in the hot tub and the indoor pool. So I'm very excited for that stuff. I already have both of my outfits picked out for the preliminary competition. I'm looking forward to getting all dolled up again. Maybe I'll recap the trip during next Sunday's episode. So if you have any questions, send them to the Instagram because a lot of the times like it feels so mundane. Um, because I lived it for so long and like it was just the normal and I'm surrounded by a lot of people that just think that it's normal and for the most part it is so it's really hard for me to like know what you guys want to know about it so if you have any questions or wonderings send them to the instagram at soul sister podcast all right today we are talking about the thief of joy comparison Social comparison theory is the idea that individuals determine their own social and personal worth based on how they stack up against others. I'm sure you've heard the quote, Comparison is the thief of joy, and it's so widely used because it's true. There is no space for joy where comparison lives, and comparison breeds other unresourceful feelings like envy, guilt, and regret. For me, this is so relevant right now. You know, I'm seeing all these women live their Miss America experience, and I can't help but compare it to my Miss America experience. You know, they went to New York City on their arrival day, and I was like, dang, wish we would have been to New York City. But then I have to think about how well we had the Show Me Your Shoes parade, and I'm sure they're upset that they didn't get that. You know, so there's a lot of comparison going on, but ultimately, all of our experiences are so different. So I'm trying to remind myself of that, but... It's definitely something that's really prevalent right now, so I wanted to touch on it and maybe see if it helps you guys. Comparison can show up in many areas of your life. Maybe you're comparing your appearance to others, whether it's your body or hair or face or height. Maybe you judge your skills, your talents and abilities based on others. Maybe your accomplishments are measured against the accomplishments of others. And others can be people you know, people you're friends with, people you watch like around your life, people you know by association, a friend of a friend, or it can be people you don't know like celebrities or influencers. When I posted a prompt for you all to share your thoughts on the Instagram, a lot of you said you experienced comparison in academic and professional settings and I think this feeling is largely related to imposter syndrome too. So if you haven't listened to episode 9, listen after this episode, go ahead and binge listen to all the episodes while you're at it because they can help too and like all of these topics are kind of building together someone brought up struggling with comparison in the gym and i think that involves an interesting mix of physical appearance and ability and to combat that try to focus on yourself and i know you've heard that a million times it's easier said than done But being able to go to the gym at all is proof of your ability, not only your physical ability, but also your ability to commit to yourself and show yourself devotion, your physical ability that you are able bodied and you are capable of being in the gym. That's like a really huge blessing that we tend to not think about because it's so normalized for us. But if you're able to go into the gym, you know, be grateful for that opportunity. Turn this comparative gaze into a tool. When you look at someone else lifting a shit ton of weight or running faster or being a total powerhouse, use it as motivation. I do not be going to the gym a lot. I really should get back into it. I really should reroute my framing of the gym and turn it into something that can uplift me instead of something that spirals me into a negative mindset. I'm gonna try some yoga classes soon and see if that helps me because the gym should be a space where everyone is encouraged to celebrate the abilities of their bodies and those abilities don't have to be compared in order to be worth more. You can also focus on appreciating how far you've come. Think back to when you were just a little baby in the gym, back when you were starting your journey and then appreciate all the growth you've shown and maybe you are starting out in the gym maybe it is your first time in the gym think about how you will one day be at the point where it's not your first day in the gym looking around the people that are farther along in their journey one day that will be you while you're thinking about that also think about how everyone is at a different spot in their journey some people in the gym are just starting out some people are a year more ahead of you All of our journeys look different. They're defined and paced differently. Everyone is feeling the same amount of uh, stress around comparison. And this little analogy with the gym can also be applied to other situations like school and work and pageants. Competitive spaces breed comparison. It's hard to appreciate our progress and be content with where we are while also striving to improve, especially in a society that pushes us to be our best selves and the best of the best. Our society overvalues productivity and tells us our careers should define our identities. We can rewrite the script and choose how to define ourselves. Like for me personally, yes, I'm going to school and I'm getting my MBA and all of these goals that I have. But ultimately, I don't want a nine to five career. That's not something that I'm focused on building. I would be perfectly content in a little cottage, you know, building my little homestead making butter and having a little vegetable garden and harvest baskets. I would love that. But I also would like to build a community development for um, the youth around me and my community. I would love to build that. I would love to build like a women's center. I would love to do those things. And that's not gonna be like particularly financially rewarding, especially in our society. So I am not just like super wired to be career focused. So we can kind of like rewrite the script And see what brings us joy in our lives. And if it's not our career, then we can bring other things into our lives that bring us joy and stop focusing so hard about having the best career or being the best in my field you know and comparing that to other people like i want to be like other people so i fit in but i also want to be better than them and that's what comparison is a buzzword right now that you might not realize is rooted in comparison and jealousy is the concept of fomo or fear of missing out i swear i am always plagued by fomo i'm seeing all these girls in miss america and i fear that i am missing out and I'm not staying for finals night, I'm just going to go to the two prelim nights, because if I stay for finals night, there's a day in between, and then I'd have to stay for two additional days, and then really the third day, because finals night is so late, and we can't drive back then, it would just be so much money, and I can't afford that. So I'm going to go home and like have a little watch party, but I'm going to see all of my Miss America class having a good time on finals night. And I'm feeling lots of FOMO about that and comparing my journey to that and comparing like my you know situation to their situation and that's just not fair to myself or them you know it's why I can't say no to things because I want to do it for the plot I don't want to take the chance of missing out on something that others are experiencing but then I have to weigh that you know I'm going to experience things in my life that other people won't and I'm sure other people are comparing themselves to me I often watch other people on social media having fun hanging out with their friends or significant others I'm just like damn must be nice You know, I get so comparative and negative. Like here I am doing nothing with my life while they're having the best life. Ultimately, I know their life has nothing to do with mine. And just because they're doing fun things that are good and fun doesn't mean I've never done anything good and fun. It doesn't have to be this absolute thinking. This is really prevalent when we're supposed to be having the most fun. Like during college, we're supposed to be wild fun. Our college years are supposed to be the best years of our lives at least that's what we're told and that's just not true one it's so limiting to think the best years of our lives are lived so early in our lives like just four years when we're like barely even 20 and then what's the rest of our lives supposed to be just the yeah they're good times but they're not the best you know that's so limiting to think of And two, that's just not the experience everyone has or wants to have. Define your life and your journey off what you want it to be, not off what society tells you it's supposed to be. I really love the quote, we won't be distracted by comparison if we are captivated by purpose. And that's something that really helped me when I was Miss West Virginia because every time I would start comparing my journey, comparing the opportunities I had as Miss West Virginia, like some other states get a car or a stipend or an apartment and that's just not the resources that I got as Miss West Virginia because our state lacks funding for everything. So I would really get down and compare what I could do to what other states could do so that was really hard, but then it, when I refocused my mind on my purpose, my goals as Miss West Virginia, what I wanted to accomplish, who I wanted to impact, you know, the legacy I wanted to leave, it distracts you from the comparison and you kind of refocus your mind. We can be content with where we are While also admiring where others are going. We can't measure our journeys by looking at other people and their experiences. We don't have the same lives. We are all individuals. And if we lean into that, then we'll find that comparison is impossible. We all have different resources. We all have different backgrounds and opportunities and different barriers So we can't compare it, you know, we just we don't have the same lives, so it can't be compared. It's also helpful to know that everyone is struggling with comparison and these crappy feelings of not being enough. As much as you look at other people and wish you were them or you had their life or body or whatever it is that you feel like you are lacking, other people are out there looking at you and feeling the same way. And for me, I hate this so much. I hate when other girls look at me and they're like, man, I wish I had that, like, she's Miss West Virginia. I wish I did that or I looked like that or whatever. Like, I'm not trying to say that. Oh, people wish they were me. No, but like, someone's bound to compare. You know, I'm comparing myself to other people. So I'm sure someone has compared themselves to me. And that just makes me so sad because I don't want other people to feel like that. So then I apply it to my situation and I'm like, man, the people I'm comparing myself to, I'm sure they feel like shit that they're making me feel that way. If we all just focus on ourselves and can admire and appreciate the other people without dogging on ourselves and saying that we are wrong because we are not them, everyone can be happy. So it's a universal experience though. You're not alone in this feeling. It's natural, especially when we are stuck on this idea of what we should look like or what our lives should be like. The expectations we set for ourselves only set us up for disappointment. So if we can get rid of all the expectation for our lives, then we'd eliminate so many harmful things. I think when a lot of people feel inferior, their natural response to combat the feelings is to flip the script and feel superior, you know, like a complete 180. And I think putting other people down and looking at others like you're better than them isn't helpful either, okay? Like, when we tap into this, like, better than everyone, like, I'm the best, like, bad bitch energy, villain era, like, that's just stupid. That's not helpful either. You know, you are still disconnecting yourself from others, and it's not even you know and i don't think that's helpful either so try not to do that something i also try to do is turn comparison into appreciation jealousy and comparison is just an unresourceful form of admiration so when you admire something in someone we can circle back to the gym analogy let's circle back to that you see someone in the gym lifting double what you lift and you can either a start comparing your performance and getting jealous and probably performing worse in the gym. Or you can choose option B and allow that person to serve as inspiration. You can admire the work they've put in and you can try to adapt that mindset to your own life. When you admire aspects of other people's lives, you can kind of borrow and adapt things to fit your life and your journey. But it's important to note, it's not okay to just fully copy and paste Remember, plagiarism is bad. I know we have learned a lot about plagiarism in school. It's bad. I don't know why, but when people copy something directly from me, I get so mad. Maybe it's the neurodivergence. Maybe it's because I'm a middle child and I've always wanted to be different in an individual. But I get so mad about it. Don't get me wrong. I want to live in an authentic way that creates a space for other people to also be authentic. But when you directly copy me, you're not being authentic to yourself. Instead, you're just being like me and that's not like you. You're seeing what I have in my life and you're trying to bring it into your life exactly how I have it. And you're assuming it'll serve you in the same way that it serves me because we're two different people with two different journeys it's impossible that it will serve you the same exact way. All the anti-plagiarism stuff we learned in school, that still applies to identities. Keep that in mind when you find something that you admire. Let it inspire you to explore that in a way that's unique and fulfilling in your individual life. And don't be afraid to like reach out to that person and be like, Hey, I really like this. Like it. I really admire you. You're really an inspiration to me. Tell me about your journey more. Don't be afraid to connect through this admiration. And I think that really breaks down the barrier of comparison and allows you to see this person as a full individual instead of just the part that you are like so fixated on. When I feel comparison creeping in or honestly overwhelming me right now, when I am just stuck in this loop of comparative thoughts and feelings, I turn to a couple of strategies. First, I hype myself up. I do something to make myself feel good about myself, to boost my self-esteem and confidence. This could be taking a shower and kind of resetting. It could be doing my hair and makeup, putting on a cute fit that like is really speaking to my style right now, taking pics for Instagram. But important to note, Posting on Instagram is a useful tool for me to feel good about myself and feel accomplished and put together and romanticize my life, not because it's seeking outside validation. Or this could be doing a face mask, watching a Disney movie, really tapping in and comforting my inner child, or taking a break from social media as a whole, or journaling and following a prompt and doing some grateful reflection. My response is all about making me feel comfortable about the aspect of myself that I'm comparing to others, whether that be my body or my skills or my popularity or my career. I know when I'm at Miss America this week, I will relentlessly compare myself. Regarding the actual competition, I'll compare my personal performance at Miss America to the performance of the women this year. I'll compare my physical appearance, my borrowed outfits, my undyed hair, or my natural nails and lashes to every single person around me. I will feel inferior. I'm ready for those natural feelings to occur. I know that I'll compare my current form to who I was last year. In a superficial, toxic way, an unresourceful part of myself fears that I let myself go. I weigh more than last year. You know, that's a fact. And it's really easy for me to build my response to that fact with disgust or I can build my response with love and reverence to the good meals and desserts I've made this year, to the freedom I've given myself to not restrict and punish myself for existing, to the courage of pursuing radical self-acceptance and taking up space that I naturally should be taking up instead of making myself smaller and meek and just not there. I'm sure some people won't have that same kind of response, especially on the toxic boards where grown adults gossip and talk shit about contestants. But honestly, they can shut the hell up. Their judgment speaks a whole lot about themselves and absolutely nothing about myself or anyone else they choose to judge and talk about. But that's a whole different topic about the toxicity of this pageant community, We will not be getting into that right now. But in this setting at Miss America, I know I will struggle with comparison. This feeling of comparison is trying to communicate something to me. So I owe it to myself to listen and try to find the source of that message. You can do this in your own life by doing my favorite thing, personal reflection. Think about when you compare yourself to others. What is it you're comparing? What do you feel like you're lacking that other people have? What can you do to work toward having that in your life? You can use comparison as a signifier that something in your life needs to change. And as long as it's a healthy change that's within your power and suits your life, you can use this feeling as motivation. When are you comparing? Is it when you're on social media? Maybe you need to refocus your attention away from the screen and back on your life. Spend the time you normally spend scrolling on something you find fulfilling. Like baking or reading or hanging out with friends or maybe you are comparing when you're hanging out with friends and you need to kind of refocus and connect with your friends in a way that combats this comparison and maybe ask them about their feelings with comparison and really bond through it and uplift each other through it try to do some personal reflection and investigate when where and what you're feeling And this will help you build a toolkit to process these feelings. Spend some time today after listening to this episode in reflection. Journal your findings and thoughts. It's helpful for me to map it out and visualize it on paper because then it's easier for me to make connections. Try that and see if that helps. Okay, I'm going to leave you with all of that. Hopefully, you take something from this episode and it really resonates with you. If you have any thoughts and reflections that you'd like to share please feel free to message me if you have any follow-up questions or you know inside of your own just my inbox is open remember to follow on instagram at soul sister podcast um, remember to share this episode if you liked it uh, send it to a friend send it to someone that you know also struggles with comparison and let me know what you guys think And if you have any future topic requests, it really helps me guide my episodes in a way that is helpful to you all. So let me know. I'll talk to you all next week. Have a great day. Bye.